Ladies and gentlemen of the radio waves, are you sitting comfortably? Do you have the lights on? Are your doors locked? For tonight, Herbert Charlie finds himself in a hotel of horror. <laughs> New pants, please. Operation, operation, operation Bedlam. Welcome to the show, everyone. It's time for Operation Bedlam. Herbert, Charlie, and Nigel have been on the road for many hours returning from the wrong gig. He saw a poster that read Missing Cat and thought it was a metal band. Mrs. Craswell of 19 Waterloo Street didn't rock as much as he had hoped. Get out of here, you hooligans! I'll get my broom on you, I will, so help me! So on the long drive home, Herbert, Charlie and Nigel turned down a dark road and noticed a flicking hotel sign. Oh, then I feel tired, Nigel. Shall we go and see if they have any rooms? Herbert said out loud for the purpose of this production. It doesn't look very friendly, does it? As my dear old dad used to say, Nigel, never judge a book by its cover. Judge it if the pages stick together. Now, he's always fond of the catalogue, old dear old dad. Though I never did find out why the pages in the underwear section were stuck. Our hero and Nigel approached the hotel. They noticed the rustic exterior, the haunting design, the crash of thunder. The howling wind. They approached the door. The door opened and there before them stood Mr. Blood, the owner. I am Mr. Blood. And we'd like to stay here if we may. Then stay there. Now, nah, nah, I mean, have you got any rooms? This is the hotel. Of course we have rooms. Do you have any free? No, you have to pay for them. No, 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 you don't understand. Do you have any available for tonight that we can hire from you, please? Why didn't you say, enter? What is your names, please? Emma Charlie. My name is Nigel. Nigel. And I live in a car. You strange boy. Now then, there are rules within this hotel. When the gong sounds, the bar closes. All guests must return to their room. There, you will remain forever. Did I say that out loud? I mean, till the morning. I shall call Igor to take your bags. You ran, sir? Take the gentleman's bag up to their room. Room 666. <laughs> That room's taken, sir. Oh, in that case, send them to room 999 and reverse the numbers on the door. See, Nigel, I told you it'd be very friendly here. That's nice. Hmm. Follow me, please. Igor, put away your Twitter account and do what I ask. Sorry, sir. Right this way, gentlemen, and left that way. You just can't get the staff these days. All the writers! Herbert and Nigel followed Igor up the dusty stairwell to their room. Your room, gentlemen. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It's very um, old. 
This place has been in the bloodline since 1462, when the original Mr. Blood came over from Transylvania. Transylvania? Yes. His whole family are trannies. Oh! The bar is open till 12. Then it's lights out. Good night, gentlemen. I must say, Herbert, there's something very odd about this hotel. But suddenly, out of nowhere, the writer of Operation Bedlam experienced a sudden bout of writer's block. Quick, play a song and hope they don't notice. My old man's just I'm sure it'll be fine, Nigel. Let's go to the bar and meet all the other guests. Herbert and Nigel made their way down to the hotel bar where the other guests of the hotel have gathered. Bartender, two buds, please. We do not sell bud. We only have it's a Transylvanian equivalent, Bloodweiser. Oh, well, I'll take two of those then, please. We interrupt this broadcast to advise all three of you listening to drink responsible and use a glass. Look, Herbert, over there, that girl is sitting all by herself. This could be your chance. Go and talk to her. Oh, no, no, I, cu- I couldn't. Go on, see, she looked over. Oh, OK. Um, hello? Hey, honey, you all right? Yes, thank you. Um, what's your name? Name's Chelsea Sweet Pea. Quick, selfie time and pout. What's your name, babes? Herbert Charlie. So how come you're here? I'm just returning from a mad trip with my girls. Oh, that sounds nice. It was proper mental. We're nuts when we're together. Look, here's some photos of me Hallie's on tour. Here's us in the bathroom in the Carlos Hotel. Mental night. Here's us in the bathroom of Clam Reed. Proper crazy night. Here's us in the bathroom of the Angels Bar. Insane we are. And here's us in the bathroom of the Red Rose. Fun night? Banging. See you later. Well... Is she game? She's incontinent. Oh. Hi, guys. Hello. (laughs) I'm Mr. Morrell. Everything's going great. Everything's going well. Oh, that's nice. I'm Herbert Charlie. This is my friend Nigel. My name is Nigel. Nigel. And I live in a car. A car? Amazing. It was fantastic here, isn't it? Brilliant place. Wonderful stuff. It's got the lot. Oh, we've only just arrived. Just arrived? Brilliant. I've been here two nights and I love it. Oh, I love them shoes. It's just marvellous. Top notch. Fantastic. Stunning. And, and on, on, and on, and on, on and on. He <laughs> <laughs> was rather an eccentric character. I hope you boys are going to behave yourselves. I'm always well behaved. Only joking. I'm Sergeant Sponge of the CID. <laughs> On the weekend break during the fishing season, it's the summer in small seaside town. Yes, it's as well as it sounds. I love fishing. You could say I'm obsessed. So you stay in a hotel for a reason, just because of a hell of a... One more time with Saul. So, are you staying at a hotel for a reason or just for the halibut? Seriously, I love a good fish joke, me. They're coming up with new fish jokes daily as a right pain in the back. (laughs) 
This show should definitely scale back on the fish jokes. Can't beat a good joke, lads. It's good for morale. Hi, I'm Mr. Morale. Everything's going great. Everything's going well. Clear off, you silly, silly person. You've had all your airtime. So, what do you lads think about Mr. Blood? I thought he was very welcoming. Hmm, there's something sinister about him that I would just don't trust. My first impression of him was that it was Sadie so-and-so. Speaking of shady characters, is that man over there in the corner, in the shade? You know anything about him? No, sir, we've just arrived at the hotel. I shall be keeping my eye on him. Suffering suck attacks. <laughs> <laughs> Will you stop laughing at me? I can't tell my split. <laughs> <laughs> Please, the kick one of my sponge sperm and stop it. Where are my manners? Would you lads care for a cocktail? You should try one of the leaders, super snakes, and that. Oh, stop laughing at me! Sorry, I've just spat all over you. No, thank you, sir. Then I place you under arrest. <laughs> just squidding. Seriously, though, would you two lads do me a favour? Certainly, Sergeant Sponge. That's the spirit. That seedy man in the corner there, find out who he is. He'll get too suspicious if I suddenly stop short on time and speak to him. Yes, Sergeant Sponge. Yes, what do you want? I'm Herbert Charlie and this is my friend Nigel. My name is Nigel. Nigel. And I live in a car. So? Well, you seem lonely over here, so we thought we'd come over here and say hello. I'm fine, please go away. Have you travelled far? No. Are you on holiday? No. Are you a bus conductor? Look, if you must know, I travel across the country, far and wide, always in search of a coconut-filled chocolate bar. I'm a bounty hunter. Ah. Now, please go away and leave me alone. Well, what did he say? He said he was a bounty hunter. Splendid, splendid. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Mr. Morale. Everything's going great, everything's going well. Sorry to interrupt your fabulous evening, but a little birdie told me that our very old Sergeant Sponge has a marvellous singing voice. If we all ask nicely, perhaps they give us a fantastic demonstration. Oh, no, I couldn't. Oh. Come on, come on, please. Oh, please, with sugar on top. Oh, if you insist. This song wrote about the sexy status winner who I met on a fishing trip in Somerset. Here it goes. One, two, three. Sea towels, sea towels on the seashore. The towels, sea towels are sea towels. I'm sure for his sea towels, sea towels on the seashore. Then I'm sure she's a sea towels. Bruce! Suddenly, as Sergeant Sponge took his bow, the lights in the room went out. There was a terrible scream. <coughs> Someone had been murdered. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of Act One. Operation, Operation, Operation Bedlam. Welcome to the show, everyone. It's time for Operation. As usual at this point of the show, for your half-time entertainment, the man whom with a great beard brings great responsibility, Carson Din. Bunter and Jilly come from town to town, they let them show you a place now. They let you put on a show with colourful puppets. A man puts his hand up puppets. <laughs> <laughs>
That sounds quite creepy, but he's quite a lonely man. <laughs> Don't look at the puppies, they'll look at you Like my juice and they'll turn you to stone Give them money Give them money The lonely man will go away If you give him money Punch and Judy No fact too. <laughs> when the lights came back on in the hotel bar, the guests were in a panic as to what had happened. What happened? I knew something's afoot. Look, a shoe. That's Chelsea's shoe. My saviour, she's been swagged. I bet she has. I said swagged. Oh. She's left her phone. I seem to recall she took a selfie the moment the lights went out. Ah, just as I thought. She's been beating it over the head with her own selfie stick. Oh, that poor girl. As an officer of the CID, I take control of this case. You put that suitcase down. You're not going anywhere. Allow me to formally introduce myself. My name is Barrington Nash, bounty hunter. There's been reports of strange doings in this hotel. I just had to witness it for myself before bringing Mr. Blood in. Are you sure the murderer is Mr. Blood? Who else? Maybe it's a ghost. We'll see about that. Hand me that spirit level. Ah, the bubble is not in the middle. No ghost. Sergeant Sponge, does Mr. Blood have a police record? Let me see. The Beatles, Queen, ELO, The Black Belts, King Hermit, Sir Waddy Waddy, <laughs> Sepultura, <laughs> Cosby, Seals and Nash. No police records. And they say that old jokes are the best. Bartender, you work here. Surely you must know something that could be of some good use. Well, actually... Suddenly the lights went out again. There were hor- I'll do that again. Suddenly the lights went out once again. There was a horrid cry out. <coughs> and when the li- and when the lights came on, the bartender was nowhere to be seen. He's gone. Things are looking bleak. Hi, I'm Mr. Morell. Everything's going great. Everything's going <coughs> moron. Holy shrimp! This can't be happening. I really can't believe this is happening. We're finished. <coughs> Get a hold of yourself, man. Thank you, and it is that. Nigel, is it me or did this painting's eyes follow you around the room everywhere you go? Try putting it down, Herbert. Oh, yeah, that's much better. I'm going to call for backup. Backup! Backup! For the love of God, give me some backup! Try using the phone! Super idea. There's one in the reception area. The lights went out again! I'm Mr. Morale. Everything's going great. Wait, no! <laughs> now he's gone! <laughs> Let's be honest, listeners, we won't miss him. Let's go for help. <laughs> what? <laughs> Say that again. Let's get out of here and call for help. There's the phone. Quick, Sergeant Sponge. This is Sergeant Sponge the CID. I need the SWAT team immediately. Uh-huh. Yes? Right? OK, I see. Well? Wrong number. We're done for! Look on the stairs! It's Igor! Quick, let's get him! You'll never catch me, peasants, for I am Igor of the Underworld, and your measly powers are no match for... Oh, you've got me. Tell us where Mr. Blood is. Speak up, you poor excuse for a servant. Say it, don't spray it. Where's Mr. Blood? He's still here, 
watching your every move. Beware, gentlemen, for Mr. Blood is not of this world. He cannot be stopped. He'll live forever and has promised me his loyal servant life in the underworld. Goodbye, gentlemen. A cyanide? Worse, a gummy bear. A horrible way to go. Evening, gentlemen. Who said that? Look, a bat! Well, this is no time for cricket. No, there! A bat on the roof! And with a flurry of dust, a magical twirl, and some over-the-top CGI effects, the mysterious bat changed into... Mr. Blood! <laughs> this! Sergeant Sponge! I guess it's just down to us three now, lads. You mortal fools really believe you can defeat me. For I am not of this world. I cannot be stopped. I shall live forever. Yes, yes, I got told us all of this. Oh, well, catch me if you can, gentlemen. <laughs> Look, he's flown through that door. Quick, lads, after him. How do we get through the door? Stand back, lads. I'm trained at this sort of thing. You see, it opens. Oh, he's good, isn't he, Nigel? Yeah. It's another stairwell. It leads to the tower. Follow me. There at the top of the tower was a room where Mr. Blood kept an archive of different blood samples. Wow. There's more blood here than at the Red Cross. Don't mention that word. What word? Cross. Oh, you tricked me. For that, you will be the first to die. Not if I have anything to say about it. <laughs> Mr. Blood, for countless murders in this hotel, you're coming with me. Charge! Careful now. There is a dodgy floor. <laughs> Bored. Oh dear, oh dear. Good, good. I am left with the perfect two, for your blood is young and pure. It tastes better that way. What are you? I am the undead, a walking ghoul, a man of the shadows, a vampire. Like in Twilight? No, not like in Twilight. They are not vampires. Vampires are evil, sexy, seductive creatures. We play with your mind. We cast evil and deadly spells on people. Not like those teen wannabes. Oh, I saw one episode once and I climbed inside a sack of onions. I must admit, it's not my cup of tea either. Enough chit-chats. It's time for you to die. Well, Nigel, I guess this is it. I guess I'll never see my girlfriend again. Oh, Nigel, you never told me you had a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. I met her at the lay-by on the A46 at one of those lay-by cafes. She was there, sitting peacefully, drinking a hot chocolate, cream... A marshmallow. Oh, she looked beautiful. Oh, Nigel. Love at first sight. Not for her, she's blind. Oh. I'd give anything for one more chance to tell her I love her. Enough. This is getting far too soppy for a horror story. Now, do your boys have any last words of bravery before you die? sake. Holy my lad! It's Sergeant Sponge and the CID! Blasted! Fire the crosses! 
Sergeant Sponge and the CID rain down on Mr. Blood those little small wooden crosses that you pick up at a car boot sale. It did the trick. Mr. Blood began to melt. Ah, oh, yeah, ah, yeah. It hurts, it hurts. Oh, me bum. Goodbye, cruel world. He had done it. He killed Mr. Blood and saved Herbert and Nigel. The CID sealed off the house for forensics. They never did find the missing guests. The end. That's not a very happy ending. Fair enough. Outside, whilst giving a statement, Nigel got some good news. Herbert, Herbert! Yes, Nigel? She said yes. I'm going to get married. Oh. Operation, Operation, Operation Bedlam. Welcome to the show, everyone. It's time for Operation Bedlam. That's it for this week. The players of this fiasco have been Jim Peekman, Mark Graham, Andrew Simpson, and me, the bearded baboon, Carson Den. Send us your complaints on facebook.com forward slash Operation Bedlam or on Twitter at Operation Bedlam. Till next time, we'll I guess.